Welcome to the Daring DVM podcast, the veterinary podcast that teaches you how to use psychology, coaching, and your doctor brain to rewire your mind and get what you want in life. If your life is not what you had imagined it would look like 10 years ago, and you're desperately looking for ways to make it how you thought it would be, then this podcast is for you. I am your host, Dr. Amy Grimm, Certified Veterinary Life Coach, Goal-Getting Girl, and Life Work Alignment Pro. Hey everyone, welcome to the new year. Oh my goodness, it is now January 2024. I hope you all had a wonderful time celebrating and that you are feeling motivated and inspired and determined to make 2024 your new best year yet. To get us started for the new year, my question to you is, how often do you take time to reflect on your own well-being and what you could do to improve it? I know for a lot of us, life gets really freaking busy. And oftentimes our own well-being is the first thing that we push to the side. But prioritizing your well-being is actually what will set you up to be able to handle everything else on your list. So how do we make this happen? Oftentimes our lives get so busy and it's pretty normal for us to question how on earth we're going to get our own needs met as well as do all of the things that we need to do. How am I going to take care of the family and to go to work and to keep the house standing? And is it possible that I can get some alone time or rest time or time for exercise or my hobbies or the things that I enjoy? The thing is, we have to make time for our own rest and recovery so that we can stay regulated and we can keep functioning in all aspects of our lives. It's important that we are careful with how we spend our time and our energy. It is important how we take care of ourselves so that we can keep showing up in ways that serve us. And that's exactly what we're talking about today in episode number 35 of the Daring DVM podcast. We're going to talk about the six areas of psychological well-being and how coaching impacts and improves all of them. I don't know about you, but for me personally, it's very noticeable when I'm not able to get in my exercise or if I haven't been sleeping well, as it really impacts my mood and can affect my interactions with other people and even just my basic enjoyment of life. And since discovering coaching, I've really been able to improve all these areas of my life. And I'm so thankful that I've learned these tools because I no longer feel burned out. Even though I'm still doing a lot of the same things, I now no longer feel as if I am running on empty or just going through the motions. And that's really because of coaching and learning how to manage my mind and to regulate my nervous system and implementing practices that promote my well-being. When we are taking care of ourselves and our own well-being, our lives become so much better. We experience everything more. We stop buffering, we stop hiding, we stop struggling. We feel more satisfied and fulfilled in our lives, personal as well as career. And we're also more likely to show up in a different way and to help promote the well-being of other people too. And this is so important because when we uplift each other, we create better outcomes for ourselves and everyone around us and for future generations too. 
Now, the reason that coaching is so impactful is because it helps you improve your own insight and your ability for self-reflection, both of which are positive predictors for well-being. Conversely, overthinking and rumination and catastrophizing are all negative predictors. Overthinking and dwelling on things perpetuates depression and sustains anxiety. We don't feel good and it keeps us stuck, typically in the past. But insight and self-reflection have the exact opposite effect. They propel us forward and allow us to create the change that we want to see. So going back to these six areas of well-being, what are they and how does coaching impact them? The psychological well-being scale measures six aspects of well-being and happiness. It's a theoretically grounded, multidimensional model of well-being that was designed to include six distinct components of positive psychological function. The six components measured are autonomy, environmental mastery, personal growth, positive relations with others, purpose in life, and self-acceptance. And surprise, surprise, these are the exact same things that we work on in coaching. For those of you who want to see a visual of this, check out my Insta. And if you'd like to learn more about these measures of well-being, you can check out the link in the show notes. You can take the assessment at home, but if you are doing it outside of an institution, then you will have to score it yourself. I like to take an evaluation about once a year as it's a great reminder of where I was and where I am now. It also allows me to really acknowledge my own self-development and to see how much I've changed since the last time I took it. It's a great way to assess your baseline, any areas you'd specifically like to work on, and you have a score that you can monitor over time. And since there's no time like the present, I would encourage you to do an evaluation today and use it to help you think about the changes you want to make this year. When we are lacking in any one of these six areas, then we experience diminished well-being and therefore less happiness, whereas improvements to each of these areas dramatically improves our well-being and happiness. So let's start with a brief description of each measure. Autonomy measures your confidence in yourself and your opinions, even if it's contrary to the general consensus. You have your own back no matter what. Environmental mastery is your sense of empowerment and being able to feel in control of your own situation, whether that be at home or at work or anywhere else in your life. Personal growth has to do with your belief that it is important to have new experiences that challenge you in how you think about yourself and the world around you. Positive relations with others describes your relationships with other people and how they would describe you. This is how you show up in the world. Purpose in life is exactly as it sounds. You know your values, your why, your purpose. You live a life of alignment and you believe your life has meaning and direction. And finally, self-acceptance, which is when you look at the story of your life, are you proud? Are you pleased with how it turned out? Happy with who you are and what you've done? So you can see how important and impactful these six things are and how they are all interrelated and work together to improve your overall well-being. You can see how a poor score or lack in any one of these areas can negatively impact your well-being. And as we go through these examples, what I would encourage you to do is think about these six measures in your own life 
and where you would like to see improvement. Okay, so what are some common areas that people typically deal with and how does coaching directly influence and improve them? Let's start with autonomy. In vet med, it's not uncommon for doctors to feel as if they lack autonomy. And when this occurs, we typically feel trapped or helpless and we can become frustrated or resentful. And as a result, our happiness decreases. Oftentimes we feel as if our autonomy has been taken away from us either by hospital administration or higher-ups in a corporation or actual laws that are in place or by the medical board. Whatever it is, when we believe we lack autonomy, we have decreased satisfaction and fulfillment in our work. This one also ties nicely into environmental mastery because so many of us think that life is happening to us. Like, we are constantly just reacting to the shit that hits the fan instead of making deliberate choices for ourselves. We can feel as if we have no control over the course of our own lives, and we let our circumstances affect us instead of taking responsibility for them and creating the results that we want to see. What you learn through coaching is how to take care of your own experience so that you always feel empowered and in control no matter the environment or situation or people around you. You develop this through learning how to manage your mind and to regulate your nervous system. When you master these skills, you feel so much happier and you experience improved well-being. And the thing about learning these skills is that once you know them, you cannot unlearn them or forget them, which means that once you have them and you apply them to your life, you can never go back to the way things were before. It is a constant driver of forward momentum. And once you realize just how much control you do have of yourself and your own life experience, regardless of the situation, you feel even more empowered in who you are and in your ability to create change. When you believe deeply in yourself and your ability to create change, it opens up boundless opportunity for personal growth. It is so important for us to believe that we can handle new experiences and challenges in our lives. As a species, we do enjoy discovery and improvement. I mean, just look at all of the advances that we have made medically and technologically over the last decade or more. And we also like the idea of personal improvement and discovery, but a lot of times we get stuck because we can fear the unknown or the discomfort of change. And learning how to live our best lives requires us to learn thought management and how to process our emotions and how to regulate our nervous system so that we can bring our CEO online to help us create the life that we want instead of just letting our survival brain run the show and keep us small. When we keep ourselves small or we deny ourselves opportunity for growth, then we experience a decrease in personal and professional satisfaction, a decrease in our fulfillment, and a decrease in our overall happiness. However, when we learn how to embrace the discomfort of growth and we are able to grow and develop, we feel happier and our well-being improves. Coaching in this area helps us to overcome things like overwhelm, stress, anxiety, burnout, and fear. And nervous system regulation helps us process emotions and even heal our traumas and develop an even deeper understanding of ourselves. Okay, so those were the first three. Autonomy, environmental mastery, and personal growth. And you can already appreciate how interrelated these areas all are. 
The next measure of well-being is having positive relations with others. And this makes so much sense, especially when you consider our biological need for co-regulation and our desire for acceptance and safety. So much of my coaching practice covers relationships with other people, whether that be someone's relationship with their spouse or their children or their mother-in-law or their own parents, or maybe they are dating, or it's with a colleague at work or a technician or their boss. We spend so much time coaching on relationships because we are a social species. Everybody wants to feel accepted and loved and appreciated. And when we are in relationships with other people where we do not feel these types of emotions, then not only does it detract from our relationship with that person, but also from our own well-being. We do not feel safe, and this creates stress. And chronic stress leads to poor health outcomes, emotionally, mentally, and physically. So coaching really helps us to develop healthy relationships, to set healthy boundaries, to develop healthy communications, and it teaches us how to show up as the best version of ourselves in those relationships and in life. We learn how to value ourselves and to stop people-pleasing. It also helps us develop our own sense of self, like our self-confidence and self-perception and self-worth, all of which are necessary for our well-being and overall health. The next measure is having purpose in life. This one is hugely important, both on the mind management side and when it comes to nervous system regulation. It is so important for each and every one of us to discover our purpose and to have a sense of belonging and how we fit into the world. When we do not have this, we feel as if our lives are out of alignment. We are more likely to experience burnout and to question why we are even doing something in the first place. And it's so interesting because as doctors, we are typically driven and have a purpose. We have a reason that we decided to become veterinarians. But sometimes we lose that along the way. Or maybe we didn't realize that this wasn't our exact purpose and we are scared to make a change to a different career or profession. Or maybe we judge ourselves for having picked the wrong career, quote unquote, or getting it wrong. Or we're worried about what others may think of us especially our close friends or family or co-workers, if we decide to leave vet med and do something different. This was a huge one for me when I decided to leave vet med full-time and to focus on my coaching. Even though I had personally experienced the benefits of coaching and I was so passionate about teaching other people, when it came down to me having to introduce myself as a life coach instead of a veterinarian, that was a huge identity shift. And it took a lot of work on my part to see and accept my new purpose. There was a lot of guilt and shame I had to work through. I really had to lean into who I am now and who I want to be, and how those versions of me were different than the past versions who wanted to become a vet. I also had to learn how all of these versions were me, and that they can all coexist and that nothing ever went wrong. This is my unique journey. And because of my previous experience, I am now very well equipped to understand and work with other veterinarians. And this isn't something that all life coaches can say or offer. I think it is perfectly okay to reimagine ourselves and our careers at any point in time. Not all of us were meant to become vets and to practice for the rest of our lives. Not all of us were meant to stay within the same field. Not all of us were meant to stay in the same profession or even the general realm of medicine. This is just a normal part of life. 
For me, it took getting to the brink of collapse and being completely burned out before I could see that my purpose was now different than what it had been when I initially made the decision to become a vet. And that's okay, because now I get to help people who are struggling just like I once was to turn their lives around and create the life that they dream of too. Whether that's staying at their current job, or taking on a different job, or moving to a different field in vet med, or changing careers completely, it really doesn't matter. It's all about reconnecting with yourself and your purpose in life. And I cannot even tell you how much compassion I have for my clients going through these types of changes and dealing with these types of questions, because it really messes with your identity and your perception of your self-worth when you are going through these types of transitions. It's very important for us to find value in the work that we do and to really feel connected to it. And when we don't, we start to feel as if we lack fulfillment and purpose. When we're disconnected from our jobs, then it negatively impacts our well-being and it decreases our happiness. And this is on top of the type of burnout that we already feel from chronic stress and compassion fatigue and just the everyday challenges that come along with working in the medical field and being a vet. So we have to develop mind management strategies and ways for us to connect with ourselves and our purpose to truly feel fulfilled. And then closely related to self-worth and purpose is well-being measure number six, which is self-acceptance. And we work so deeply on this in coaching because we have to love ourselves and accept ourselves as we are. And this can be very challenging for doctors because a lot of us have tied our self-worth to our productivity and our history of being high achievers. Doing the work of learning who you are outside of the labels of being a vet or being a mother or a partner or an owner of a hospital or someone who is book smart or is an adept surgeon is scary and requires you to get to know yourself on a deep level to accept yourself as you are without any other achievements or accolades or associations. And this can really rock your sense of self and your identity because most of us who are vets have a history of being high achievers and we expect excellence of ourselves. And it's just so unfamiliar for us to acknowledge that we are 100% lovable and 100% worthy without any of those things. We have to learn how to create that sense of worth for ourselves without tying it to anything else. And it all starts with meeting yourself where you are and as you are and learning how to accept yourself. And this is very deep and challenging work to do. It's something that we must learn and practice because it's not a skill that we are typically taught. And so many times we discover all of these parts of ourselves that we have been rejecting, whether it be something about who we believe that we are or something that happened to us or something that we did in the past or whether it be our current body image, or how we see and value ourselves in society, or in our work environment, or in our family, we have to accept and love all of these parts of ourselves. Because when we continue to reject different pieces of ourselves, no matter whether they are objectively good or bad, then we only decrease our own well-being and happiness. So this is why I think coaching is so amazing and it is such an amazing gift to give to yourself because you learn to love yourself more and you learn to love more of who you are and how to truly be present with yourself and in your own life. 
through coaching, you improve all six measures of psychological well-being. You improve your own autonomy, your environmental mastery, your personal growth, your relations with others, your purpose in life, and your own self-acceptance. And what drives these improvements are insight and self-reflection, which is what you do when you are using the self-coaching model and when you are creating a roadmap to your own nervous system. It is about building awareness of your physiology and understanding yourself not with judgment, but with compassion and with a love and a drive and a desire to understand yourself even better. So if you are currently struggling in any area of your life, then get curious about which of these six measures needs improvement. Look at your situation, not just on the surface level, but really spend time thinking about these six measures of well-being and get curious on which one, or maybe there's more than one, that is lacking. Use your self-coaching model to figure out what you are thinking about the situation and how those thoughts are driving your feelings and actions, because they are ultimately creating the result of being stuck. So if you want to get yourself unstuck and to change your lived experience, you need to start with changing your thinking. This is how you create new feelings that drive new actions and create new results for you. And the entire process of you doing this is self-reflection and developing insight, which are both positive predictors for improving your well-being and happiness. We have to be able to reflect compassionately back on ourselves, not in a judgmental or critical way, but in a way that helps us to understand ourselves better and to make conscious choices that lead to better outcomes. When we do this, we feel happier. And when we feel happier, we take different actions and create different results. And you will see this play out in your life. And you will see how so many things are improving because you are practicing and applying the tools of insight and self-reflection. This is how coaching improves your well-being by getting curious and by asking why we do the things that we do or why we don't do the things that we want to do or we take action when we don't want to take action. There's a good reason that you are doing what you're doing or not doing and you just have to figure it out and then decide whether or not it's a reason you would like to keep or would you like to change it. But instead, what a lot of people do is they just judge themselves and beat themselves up and blame themselves for not being good enough or blame the people or the circumstances around them for their life and not being what they want it to be. When you lack insight and self-reflection, you will feel as if you are stuck in a rut or just toiling away or running on a hamster wheel or just going through the motions. You will not feel as if you are making progress in your life. And then you will develop maladaptive coping strategies instead of figuring out why it is that you feel dissatisfied in the first place. The good news is that your life is all within your own control. By working with a coach or learning how to coach yourself, you will discover infinite ways in which you can move forward and create new opportunities and better outcomes for you. And when you feel empowered, then you will develop a sense of autonomy. You will lean into personal growth. You will develop environmental mastery and create positive relations with others and you will pursue purpose in your life and you will accept and love yourself more than you ever have before. Just imagine how much more fulfilled and satisfied and happy you would feel in your life if all six of these areas were prioritized. And that truly is my wish for you 
to feel abundance in all six measures of your personal well-being. As we continue through January, we're going to be talking about ways in which you can do this and tools that you can use to help you when it comes to improving these six measures. So today, I would encourage you to really think about them and where you would like to see improvement so you can start implementing the things I'll be teaching you throughout the rest of the month. Okay, everybody, as always, I love who you are, and even more than that, I love who you're becoming. Let's make 2024 a year of deep personal growth and truly one to remember. Dare to dream. If you love what you're learning in this podcast, you have to come coach with me in my Daring DVM coaching program. It's where you get individual help applying these concepts to your own life. This is where we address your challenges, crush your goals, and create your dream life. It's where I help other veterinarians who are struggling, just like I once was, to create and cultivate their dream life too. Helping you is my favorite thing to do, and it will change your life. I guarantee it. Come coach with me at www.daringdvm.com forward slash coaching. That's daringdvm.com forward slash coaching. I cannot wait to meet you. Dare to dream.